This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Conversations with Victor and Andrea. Andrea, how's it going? It's good. I came in underprepared, per usual. Yeah, I I expect nothing and I'm still disappointed. I know. (laughs) But you expect nothing less as well. (laughs) Uh, So um, we're recording this a few days after Christmas. Yes, I had a good Christmas, did yeah, you? I had a great one. How was little Vera? She was overwhelmed. Was she? Yeah, here, I will, uh, well, I don't think I've actually showed you this, and I, I will play, it. even the audio is kind of funny, because we walk her in, and you expect her to be all excited, instead, she's very concerned. Like, oh. why is, Why are there toys here? What happened? It's just her going, I, I don't, she's like, she's like Where am I? And she's saying house because we got her this like little princess castle. <laughs> so her. she's crying tears of joy. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, no. no, she's kind of just overwhelmed. Like everything changed overnight. Oh, it's okay. baby, it's a lot for a little it's okay. kid. Look. So I've cried on the holidays too for totally different reasons. Yeah, so that's the thing. So we, so so we realized. Oh well, maybe. Um, Next year we'll let her wake up a little bit. And we'll keep yeah. her, you know, in the in the other room because we that was the other thing we wanted to get video of her walking in, and seeing all the toys. But instead, it was just oh, why, why did everything well, you know, change? Next I don't, year I don't she like may this. be waking you up because she's more excited yeah. and understands it better. I'm not real good, as I've said many times, at gauging like childhood development and like knowing like <laughs> whether a four year old understands what's going on or a two year old. Yeah, like, or I don't when know. she was seven months old, letting her play with your earrings, that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, choking yeah. hazard. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Oh uh, yeah. But once she woke up fully. Um, she really it. enjoyed it. Yeah, she loved it. Although it was funny because we had, we got her a little princess castle. It's basically like a tent oh. and then, um, a kitchen set and, uh, kids toys. And so, but the thing she started playing with the most was I had last year, I'd got Mandy a bright light oh. or light bright, sorry, a light bright. And, but it's one of the newer ones that runs off batteries and the pegs are different and stuff. And so Mandy just set that up and spelled out Vera's name in it as it's kind Cute. of like a, a little accoutrement. And then, uh, but Vera was suddenly obsessed with that, and so she spent a few hours just taking the pictures. I bet Mandy was proud. She, she was. She was kind of happy. Old school gifts. But yeah, I love it. Uh, Christmas was great. How about you? What, what all did you get into for Christmas? Uh, it was really good. Um, mostly, I got money. All right, there <laughs> you go. Which is exactly what I asked for. It's a gift card you can spend it anywhere. Exactly. Well, there was one funny thing. So there was one year that my mom put in a box of um, baking soda in one of our gifts. I don't remember who got the baking <laughs> soda. Because she wanted to throw us off with the weight. It was like oh, a really light present. And I she knows you. that me and Matt are going to like shake it and try to guess what it is because <laughs> we're children. But uh, that was only like two years ago, by the way. So we were way too old to be doing this. Yes. But wow. um, it was funny because after everything was over, you know, we were laughing about the baking soda. And um, my brother was like, can I have it? And I was like, no, I need it. And mom's like, no, I'm keeping it. That's my baking soda. This was just for weight. This is my gift. I need baking soda for my fridge. We all literally fought over the baking soda, which was the most (laughs) random thing of all the gifts we opened. And then this year, my mom literally wrapped up baking soda for both everybody. My brother and I was so sweet. That's funny. So I loved it. That is funny. Yeah. Um, The sweetest thing I got was... uh, Earlier this year at Vera's old daycare, they, they bring in photographers to take pictures of the kids, which they then, you know, sell you. 
And <laughs> of course, <laughs> Vera's picture, and I, I put a picture on on Facebook and Twitter, so you can, you can see it. Her picture, she just looks very sad and kind of like they have her in pearls and some sort of head wrap. Like I said, she looked like somebody out of Oliver Twist. She's kind of just like <laughs> uh, just confused. And um, I had always joked about buying some of those pictures, but I never did. But then Mandy got me a mouse pad. With that picture on oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. So if you go to my desk right now, there's this little sad picture of Vera just looking, uh, looking confused. <laughs> and But I love it. I well, just like her my cute brother, face. he has droopy eyes. You okay. know what I mean? And like, I remember we went to Kings Island and we got our caricatures yeah. done. You know, they drew us. And poor Matt looked like a little homeless, Aww. like abandoned child, orphan <laughs> boy. Because like, he like accentuated his droopy eyes and he looked so sad. <laughs> we were just like. I thought it was hilarious, and we still have that picture because it, it was just so funny. That's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> there was. Did you listen to la- last week's uh, "Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me" where they talked about the uh, um, the guy who robbed a caricature artist? Yes, only and after, left his picture. Yeah, so they had a picture of him that the caricature artist had done, and it's like police okay. are looking for a man with a huge head, <laughs> yeah, so, tiny body. Oh, <laughs> I love that show. But yeah, I I enjoyed that mm-hmm. so all right well holidays going well um, i was actually off on christmas for you as well yes thankfully that we are very blessed i know a few people did have to work and i always think of those people and shout out to um to our general manager jeff anderson because not only did he come in on christmas eve wearing a santa claus <laughs> coat um he also came in on Christmas Day and brought food to everybody really? who had to work on Christmas. And I was like, that's a good leader that, right there. There you go. That is a yes. good, that's the kind of leader that makes people want to be like, oh, okay. All right, I, I, agree. I want to be here it as well. It makes you want to do better. If you're willing so, to do what the other people are. Thank yeah. you to Jeff. And that's not me sucking up. I truly do believe that's something that, you know, people in leadership positions mm-hmm. need to do more of is, you know, kind of have empathy for the people that work for you and put yourself in their shoes sometimes. And he does that really well. And yeah, set that example. Awesome. Yeah. Well, our podcast today... Uh, no guest. We are going to talk. We're doing a top ten of 2019. Yes, five each. Uh, which I was well prepared for, and Andrea has just compiled her list. And guess what? It took me about five minutes, and it's actually a really good list, and it made me happy to go. I was looking on Facebook through my pictures because I was like, "What happened this year?" Because I've told you I have no gauge whatsoever on dates, and yeah. like, you know, whether it happened four minutes ago or four years ago, it's all the same in my jumbled up mind. So I had to kind of. Look back, refresh my memory a bit, but I'm pleasantly. I had a good year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you have had a good year. Yeah. I, you know, um, I uh, putting my list together was fairly easy. Mm-hmm. I, I had some highlights. Um, uh, honorable mentions, I guess, would be any of our food related podcasts. I enjoyed those. Yes, honestly, I thought about that too. And then uh, my friend Benito, when he came in, I, I've enjoyed both of I his know. appearances. He's so cool. Yeah. Have you had a chance to listen to the Christmas one yet? I haven't yet. It's okay. on my It's on, it's my on your to-do list. I'm yes. sure you'll get to it. Miranda did a great job. and uh, <laughs> She's always entertaining. Yeah. Christmas all around the world. Um, yeah. So those are some honorable mentions of some of the fun podcasts we did. Um, Andrew, would you like to start? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So my first one is actually one that you knew was going to be on my list and that's mm-hmm. my Alaskan cruise. Yes. So Which not, got its own podcast. Oh yeah. Cause it was an adventure per usual. Anytime I go somewhere, crazy stuff happens. So it just follows me whether I'm in Kentucky or abroad. But um Alaska was so beautiful. And honestly, outside of that, probably the best part of the trip was the group that I went with. Mm-hmm. It was a holiday vacation through WKYT. So it was viewers from the area and 
they truly watched the, the show because they were telling me things that they couldn't know unless they'd seen it. You yeah. know, it's not just things you can look just up on interactions the interactions with, with Bill and Jim and stuff. Yeah. They were all so sweet. And like I said, my mom got really sick during the Alaskan cruise. She's never going again. She's already said, I'm never leaving my little hut <laughs> in the woods again with my seven animals. Oh, this is why I don't go outside. My five dogs and two cats. She's just a homebody. And I kind of forced her to go and felt really bad when she got sick on the trip. But everyone on the trip, all of the other people, like kind of stood in as like parent figures for me. And they took care of me. It was supposed to be the other way around. But they were wonderful. And we've even gotten together with that group later in the year when um, our tour director came back and she actually hosted the tour that Amber did this year as mm -hmm. well. And she said, Hey, I'm going to be in town. So we all got together and almost everyone showed up, Awesome. which I never, you know, I've done another one, a different trip to Ireland and that group was great as well, but just, they didn't click Come like with this their own one. Ways, yeah. This one just had some magic in it. So that was definitely one of my big highlights of the year and just developing those relationships because they still message me. You know, they comment on all my pictures and we talk to each other and laugh because, you know, when you're on vacation, you just, those are things that other people can't relate to. I was going to say, yeah, you, you, you all went through something together yeah. that nobody else really knows. So, yeah. So Alaska and really my Alaskan group, my crew, I love them so much. So that was definitely one of my highlights. Awesome. Well, mine is uh, much less sentimental. It is the $1 quesadilla at Taco Bell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they improved it this year. It used to be this tiny little crappy piece of uh, tortilla in some aluminum foil. But <laughs> at some point in the year, they decided to upgrade to like Did a full-size tortilla. And now it's just this awesome item for a dollar. I usually add some pico to it. Mm -hmm. That's the secret. You can you know customize yes. stuff however you want. So I can get that. I get that in a bean burrito. It's like $2.80, and I'm full. That's a full meal. Very nice. And honestly, as a frugal, frugal lady. That's, that's my, you know, there are days when I'm like, yep, well, there's no dollar on menu anymore, anywhere. Nah, on it. I mean, a Taco Bell. Yes. And Taco Bell next year, they're bringing like 20 more items to their dollar menu. And I'm sure they will thrive because of it. Like, <laughs> you it doesn't cost much to make. Well, I mean, you can't go to a fast food restaurant without paying a bunch of money now. Yeah. Like, it's all eight or nine bucks a meal. No, I'm not, just... I'm not dogging De Zaxby's because it's like my favorite. It's delicious, place, but, but it's expensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you think that you're, you know, saving money. Yeah, suddenly you get a bill in a drink and it's 10 bucks. No! And it's like, well, yeah. I'm all like, right. Oh, my gosh. So, yes. Thank you, Taco Bell, for keeping alive <laughs> the value meal. <laughs> yes. So, the, the $1 uh, quesadilla from Taco Bell. Go out and try it. Add some pico. It makes it like $1.30, but it's worth it. Love that. That's, that's, Love my, that's that. my number five. <laughs> oh, worth that 30 cents. All right. So, my second favorite thing this year is something that I should have discovered long ago because it's in my hometown and literally right across the street from where I grew up, the home I grew up in. But the Jessamine Creek Gorge was yeah. hidden away back there, and I think it was private property at the time, which is why we never even knew it existed. But it is such a beautiful area, and there's a waterfall there that is just spectacular that it took me two times to find it. <laughs> and I had to follow a guy and his dog one time, but... <laughs> I did find it, and it's just spectacular, and it's good to remember that we live in such a pretty state. That's yeah. something you and I talk about all the mm -hmm. time, and just how you don't really, especially people without money, because we know yeah. all about it, but you don't have to go, go for far. For a nice hike, doesn't cost any money, and it's just a great it's way to spend the day. I have never been. I'm going to have to get the directions from it's you so I can beautiful. figure it out. Because, yeah, I love a good hike, and you know, growing up in Powell County, that was one of the 
things it's we were a, blessed with. So it's a hidden treasure because a lot of people just it's it's kind of new, I guess. It's yeah. like newly open to the public, so it's it's wonderful. Just love it. So that made the list as well. Awesome. Uh, my number four thing, and actually these are all just kind of... Mine too. Uh, it's not in order. order. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really have an order. <laughs> the second thing I'll talk about is a moment from a movie, um, from Avengers Endgame. Which Spoiler? was probably... Yeah, if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame by now... It's your own fault. <laughs> yes, it's your own fault. I know you haven't, but... It's oh, okay. that's the thing. We both have Disney Plus now. Yes. You'll be making your way through the Marvel movies. Thank you, Verizon. I'll be quizzing them. I'll be quizzing you about them. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But... Uh, I think Endgame is probably my favorite movie this year. Yeah, that's um, a good one. Yeah, and so I just they, it stuck the landing. So and no spoiler talk for the new Star Wars, but I enjoyed it. But I, I think as far as finishing something up, I felt like Endgame did it better. Well, that's fair. So, but there's a moment in Avengers Endgame. I don't know if you remember when I told you about all those Marvel movies. There's a whole thing about like nobody else could pick up Thor's hammer. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everybody kind of, there was like, haha, like nobody else could do it because he was the only one who was worthy. Well, over the course of this movie, because there's some time travel stuff, again, spoilers for Endgame, but you've had plenty of time. And if you have <laughs> Disney Plus, you'll be all right. Uh, as a result, he has a new weapon, which is this like big axe, but he goes, because Mjolnir got destroyed during mm-hmm. the events of Ragnarok, um, but he goes back in time and gets and gets his hammer back. So when he comes back, he has both the hammer and this this awesome axe. And so there's this fight with Thanos where um, it's Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America, and they're all fighting, and Thanos knocks Iron Man down, and then he's got uh, he knocks Captain America aside, then he's got Thor, and he's got his own axe, and he's getting ready to kill Thor with it, like he's pushing him down, and all of a sudden you just see Captain America, or you see uh, Thor's hammer, you just see it lift from the ground, but you don't see what's going on with it, you just see it kind of come up, and you think like Thor's calling it to him or something. And then it hits Thanos in the back of the head and goes flying back and it comes to Captain America. And you're like, wait, and, what? Yeah, and you realize that he's been the one, he's, he's, he lifts it up and Thor looks at him he's like, I knew it! Because he's like, I knew that he was worthy of it. Aww. And then Captain America uses the hammer to beat up on Thanos and you know the movie goes on for another hour after I that. I remember you talking about this part or maybe... I think you mentioned a part where it just like moved a little bit. Yeah, when Captain he, when America he picked it up, it kind of wiggled a little bit, and Thor got kind of worried. That was yeah. in Age of Ultron. But in this movie, yeah, he literally picks it up and he's just slinging lightning around, and it, and it was just this awesome moment because it's it's like yeah, he of is. Of course he's worthy. Of course he's worthy. Captain America. It's Captain America. And so <laughs> yeah, um, uh, you know, I I don't think you should watch. You don't need to go watch all of them, but you should go watch Infinity War and Endgame. It's very good. That's fair. Very good two part type thing, but yeah, so, that moment. That was probably my favorite thing from the movies this year. I mean, I, I you know a lot of good movies I enjoyed this year, but just just I that like moment that. of and the, here's the thing, I don't know if everybody in the theater knew, but as soon as I saw it lift up, I knew it was Captain America yeah. picking it up, and I got really excited. Well, I love that you not only pinpointed a movie, but also a particular moment in a particular movie. A moment movie. from a movie. I love that. So I think the only thing that made me that excited this year was Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Which did we have a whole podcast about this? Um, I think we. I don't think we had a full podcast about. It. I think we just kind of talked about how we were going leading up to it, and then right, all the anticipation, totally worth it. Totally worth it. Yeah. Oh, it was so amazing! Just it took me back to a simpler time when that was just <laughs> all it took to make me happy in this world was Kevin, AJ, Brian, Howie, and Nick. I, lo- I love. I love that uh, your boyfriend's first introduction to me 
was getting to watch me um, <laughs> jam know, out, fanboy out over the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh, he liked it. He just pretended. He did. Like he, he's he, had, a tough he had a good guy. time. No, and that now. was nice of him to to come and uh, enjoy that with us. Um, I think I think Mandy was a little embarrassed. <laughs> Why? Of no, you? I, I just, just like, okay. <laughs> um, you all made fun of me for, for liking AJ. Well, no, we didn't make fun of you. It was just, you're the first I've ever met that that was their favorite. Like I said, yeah. we're from Kentucky, so everybody likes Brian and Kevin, and Nick was just kind of the, oh, he's so cute. But... Although, and I think we talked about this on the podcast the, in the few days after, like, Nick. No, you said Howie was your favorite. That's what I meant. Howie's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, AJ, sorry. I always loved AJ, AJ's too. AJ's Mandy's favorite, I think. And I like Howie, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love them all, but. That's what I meant, Howie. Uh, yeah, although in the days after the concert, Nick filed a restraining order against his brother. Oh, I know. Aaron Carter lost his mind. So that was... But I think he's been a little off the wall for a while. Out there for a while. Aaron's party. Come and get it. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. His How I Beat Shaq. My brother and I knew every <laughs> word to that song. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. So anyway, so that concert. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a good night. Um, yes. You know. Um, Andrea was already eating by the time we got there, so our plan to have food beforehand didn't really work I out. I didn't know. We didn't have any plan. <laughs> let's let's set the record straight. But then I also left my salad bowl in yeah. his car and stunk it up. I at, forgot. At I didn't point, know. Yeah, I, I was like, there's a weird smell in my car. And I finally, <laughs> I, I, found, I found a Dairy Queen salad bowl stuck beneath my driver's seat. Oh. And it, it somehow got stuck in there. Well, you, and so that was what was stinking it up. We also mentioned how I, I picked a sketchy mm. hotel for us yes, to stay in. Yes. Well, guess what? Topped it. Mr. X got a worse hotel. Where? How? In Miami. It was disgusting. Because it was just like a one-night stay for your layover for the, yes, for the cruise? for the cruise. And well, That's even worse then, because if you're only staying there one night, why not get something nice? Well, we were going to stay for two nights. Uh. And... It was still over a hundred dollars a night. But that's Miami. I mean, you got to expect it was a it's roach be motel, and I say roach motel. They earned it because there was a roach in the bathroom, oh hair God. in the sink, cobwebs on the ceiling. <laughs> the floor clearly hadn't been vacuumed in years. You don't have to stay there. You know, when you check in, you're like, if it's awful, you can be like, I just want my money back. And I know. I'm else. really upset with myself that I didn't throw a fit. But like, I think, you know, having worked in the restaurant industry for so long, I just can't complain because I know it's not their fault. But Within 10 minutes, Mr. X had already booked another hotel for the next night. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, but it was pretty gross. And it was like the same price, a hundred times nicer. Wow. But that's what happened when we let him book it. So I felt vindicated. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit of vindication oh, there. All right. So yes. the Backstreet Boys. The Louisville place, a palace in comparison. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and much cheaper. All right, great. Um, my third item of 2019 is a board game. Mm-hmm. Shocker. I know you're surprised about it, but it's something I feel like, um, well, it's got a lot of exposure outside of the board game world oh. because of the story around it and the designer. This lady named Elizabeth Hargraves designed a board game about birds. Okay. Called Wingspan. And the company that made it, before that previously, I think they'd only, it's one guy, it's called Stonemeyer Games, and they'd only produced his own board games. Like he just, he would design them and make them. And something about that design he liked a lot, so it was the first game they'd made outside. What an honor. And it really was. <laughs> and so um, the game essentially sells out, and they have to start doing multiple printings because they can't keep it in stock. There's still people looking for it who can't find Little copies. Bird that could. Exactly. And so it's um, it's kind of blown up. It's uh, like the, all the birding societies around the world have started buying it and playing it stuff because the art is beautiful. This artist did individual 
art for each of the birds. And the gameplay is just really, really good. You have this field where you have like a forest and a meadow and, and water. And so then you put like your water birds in the water and then your oh, forest cute. up here. And you kind of all just, they all do different things. But yeah, it's called Wingspan. I've seen it at Half Price Books and some other places, but it kind of depends. It comes and goes. Yeah. It, it won the uh, Spiel des Jahres, the German award for board game of the year. Whoa. Germans take their board games very seriously. A lot of people don't know this. <laughs> they but, take everything very seriously. But, well, and so you think of going to the movies and stuff around here, just how popular an activity that is. That's, in Germany, like board games is something families, like every family plays I board games that. together. It's just their, the, the largest board gaming convention in the world takes place over there. It's called, well, it's at Essen. It's like the Spiel at Essen. But, uh, yeah, so, it, you know, this, it's, it's, I don't think, I don't know if it's the first game she's designed. I think it was the first game of hers that was published. And so, yeah, she made this game, and now it blew up, and it's just a, it's just a nice, pretty that's, little thing. It's a very serene thing. You're just playing your, you know, putting cool. your birds down, and they're, you know, they, they've, it comes with these little egg tokens that you put on the birds, and yeah, cute, it's very well, pretty. I will so say, wingspan. The most passionate I've ever seen my mother get about something was when Wes Chessman proposed a bird blind oh. for the middle school. She thought that was the greatest idea of all time. But was like, I mean head of the committee to get this bird blind built. Like, it was so random. I loved it. I mean, it was a great idea, but I've just, it was interesting how seriously she took it. So that kind of reminds me of that. So something about birds just gets people excited. All right. It gets the That's people going. <laughs> uh, all right, Angie, what's, what's next on your list? All right, let me consult my list. Okay. Spoonbread Festival. Oh, in Berea? In Berea, yes. My brother lives in Berea. He graduated from Berea College, which is one of the greatest establishments ever, by the way. Um, if you don't know, Berea helps uh, kids who are a little financially tight, you know, don't have a whole lot of money. Well, essentially, you don't but have are to pay if you go there. Yeah. yeah. You, you, once you get in, you, then you, you work. They, mm -hmm. they give you a job, you work, and then, you know, you don't have to pay, which is awesome. And I've seen stories, national stories about Berea and just how... It's awesome. Like I said, my brother could have gone anywhere because of his ACT score. He's mm -hmm. so smart. Um, but he chose Berea, and we're like, greatest decision he ever made. We just love that place so much. But the Spoonbread Festival is adorable in itself. But my brother this year won the Spoonbread Eating Contest. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. Yes. And there is a video of me screeching for him to finish because there was a point where he was wanting to quit. And me being all up in everyone's grill during the competition because the guy that was running it like watches the show and he was like, hi, Andrea. So I took full advantage and was just, you know, gauging the competition. And I was like, you have to keep going. I was like, you're winning. I was like, you've got this. He's like, you can't quit. <laughs> and he won. And it was so funny because he had competed before and he ended up getting third place. Mm. But he swears that he should have got second and they just didn't see his hand went up before the other guy. So wow. he came in with a vengeance. And I think his goal was just to get second. And left with a belly full of bread. And he ended up winning the whole How thing. much spoon bread was it? Oh, mm. it was a it was a big like Good size yeah. platter. Oh. You know, like a round tin? Yeah. It was about that size. Oh, that's so heavy. And here's the issue. They were late getting the spoon bread because um, it was freshly made. I say they had to cook it. Yeah, at Boone Tavern, of, yeah, course. of course. And it was so hot. I think the reason my brother won, and I don't he think this was even on purpose. No, 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 no. He, you know, took again, took this very seriously. He poured water in his to kind of make it more like mush. Mm. See, everyone else, no one else did that, and it was too hot for them to eat. 
So the water made his cooler. So he was just chowing down. <laughs> they actually took a break in the middle. And I was like, what is this? There are no breaks in a ink. This is Sparta. <laughs> I know. I was like, no, no. You know, I had a similar, I won an ice cream eating contest when Ooh, I was in middle school. I thought that was painful. Well, it was, but, so essentially it was a, you know, the little square bricks of ice cream. Yeah. They cut them in half and that's what you, each person got a half and you had to eat that, that half. But I was the first person to sit down. And so it was in the middle of July, you know, they had, they had like the mm-hmm. summer festival when we lived in Tennessee. So they put my block down first. And it melted. So it got, it got, so by the time everybody else got down, so mine had a little bit of time to get softer. And I think that definitely helps. As soon as they said go, I just started you know, slurping it up. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, that was that was so much fun. I was <laughs> I was too competitive. <laughs> and you got to cheer them on. I kind of embarrassed myself, but we made the paper as well, so I was very proud. <laughs> All right. Is that your fourth thing or your third? I think that was my fourth. Fourth. All right. My fourth thing is also I just wrote down concerts plural because Okay, yeah. Andrea and I or Andrea and I. Mandy and I went to Although, Andrew and I did go to a concert when we all went to the Backstreet Boys. Uh, Mandy and I went to multiple concerts this year. Phil Collins. That, that was kind of our thing. We're like, all right, this is the year. We, there were a bunch of people that we wanted to see that all happened to come around. And so, yeah, so we saw Phil Collins. We saw the Backstreet Boys. We saw David Gray. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was really nice. I mean, a we, we took. Good year. Yeah, we spent, you know, kind of this year um, spending our money on experiences. <sighs> Yeah, I bought concert tickets for Mr. X for yeah. Christmas, and they weren't cheap. The, and that's the thing, and it wasn't cheap. And yeah, like when we spent the night in Louisville for David Gray, and that was awesome. And, and it was just, it was nice. It was we that was you know things that we experienced together, um, bucket list type stuff, especially with David Gray. And well, um, when you spend that much money, it's like you know this is something you really want to do, and in a yeah. way, it's worth it. Like I had the best time. Like those tickets weren't cheap for the back no. but I had the best time though. Yeah. And I'm like, that was money well spent. Like I could have spent this on like more clothes or yeah. something silly like you know but i spent it on this and it was so worth it that so. is a memory that you will have for yes i loved yeah. it oh i loved it so that so that was my thing just uh one of my favorite things of 2019 just the concerts that i Aww. went to and i think if you have someone that you really enjoy someone that you you know do it because you never know how how much longer they may tour how much longer they may not and or when they'll be back around in the area and i will say rup arena they've got uh, a new partnership that started, I think, two years ago. That, so oh, they started getting, getting great people. bigger names, and so a lot more the people. Beebs. Yeah. The Beebs is coming. <laughs> the Beebs coming. <laughs> uh, so that was my number thing. Uh, it was also the concerts. Just like seeing Phil Collins was um, that's a good one. pretty amazing. You cheated, but that's a good one. How did I cheat? You, oh, I'm you put a bunch in Bundled one. multiple things together. I'm yeah. just kidding. That's a good one. I think that's fair. There we go. That's your shish kebab. That's that's my shish kebab. That's <laughs> <laughs> shish kebab moment. Okay, my final thing is that this was a big year for me. I turned mm-hmm. 30 this oh, year. Oh, my goodness. And um, Kelsey Mattingly, a perennial podcast guest, mm-hmm. <laughs> she actually, um, she and Mr. X planned a surprise party for me that I truly had no idea about. And my family was there. Everyone was there. And it was just so sweet to have people that I love and that love me in the same room just celebrating me, which was kind of awkward. But I, I bawled the whole night. So I, was, <laughs> I happy cry. Yeah. I mad cry. I happy cry. You just cry. I don't. It's all happened this year, too. I'm like, what is what is this? I didn't used to ever cry. Yeah. Now I cry at everything i don't understand what's happened to me i've just gotten super like taste buds changed my 
<laughs> Something changed with me. My tear ducts are evolving. Mm, and uh, But yeah, that was just a really sweet moment, something I will never forget because no one's ever thrown me a surprise party before. You know what I mean? So it, I just felt very special and very thankful for my friends and family, even though you didn't get to make it. I, I had a very good excuse. Oh, you did. And I, I didn't even know about it, so I couldn't get mad at you. I don't even remember exactly what my excuse was. Well, it was very last minute. So a lot of people already had plans that night, and it That's was on a weekend. Yeah, it was. It was like, oh, I think I actually think it might have been the David Gray concert. I think it might have been, yeah. Yeah. But a few people who I would have wanted to see there, they they weren't able to make it, which was no big deal because it was still. It's alright because you already know how much we all love you. <sighs> yes, but I like to I like to see it. I like, <laughs> <laughs> I like tangible proof. I like it when people tell me how great I am. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I'm kidding. Awesome. Well, I, I'm glad it's been a good good year for you. But yeah, I was like, hey, for someone who didn't have anything coming in here, I was like, yeah. I had some good stuff. Yeah. So I'm my, very, I had a good year. My my last one is one of the favorite stories that I talked about this year. Casper the camel. What? You you don't remember Casper the camel? No. He is the camel at the Tiger Truck Stop in Georgia, where a woman took her dog. She. Proceeded to, uh, I guess her dog got past his fence, so she went into Campbell's and Casper's enclosure to get her dog. At some point, Casper sit on her, <gasps> sat on her. He sitted on her. He he sat he seated, he <laughs> sat on her, and to get him off of her, she bit his testicles. <gasps> <laughs> and that's the only way oh, okay. she could get the Campbell to stand actually- up. This is coming back to me now. And so, yes. It's all coming back we did to it, me We now. did it two different times. Uh, once I was with, anchoring with Amber, and once I was anchoring with Barb. The first time, you know, was obviously a bit surprising. The second time was actually an interview with the lady. And she, she suffered serious damage. I mean, that's like we're laughing about oh, no. it. But she, she did get pretty hurt. And that's... So and, did Casper. Well, and that's the thing. So she's during the interview, she says like, yeah, he was, he was on me and I... <laughs> that's what I feel bad laughing but she's like you know God provides a way and those testicles oh are just my in my face and so I did I bit down and so that's how, she got, that's how she got it off I'm sorry this, we need to put a PG-13 rating uh, on this so one. she that's how she got the, the camel off her face and then you know he. I must have been out of town I don't, yeah I don't know how because I post post I put I put both videos on my Facebook page because I know for a fact if I had read that story with Bill and Jim, mm-hmm. Jim would have lost his mind. Bill would have cracked up because Bill, I know exactly what stories will make Bill laugh because it's like the random facts yeah. in a story that just crack him up. Like there was um, the Walmart angel the other day. They said that she I did. I may have even talked about this. They said she had. They didn't know who it was, and they were trying to find her, and they said oh. she had silver hair and a breathing tube. <laughs> Great. And he just what a little angel. He couldn't get like through it. It's like the weird, like, little yeah. twist backs, and we were He was both. fine with silver hair, but the breathing exactly. tube got him, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just like silver hair and a breathing tube, and we were just like both laughing. It's like really not that funny. It's just a weird combination. I mean, you it, it takes the little things, yeah, just to set you up, and that's the thing. Sometimes it's just the one weird little thing. Um, well, that's a, well, after the, the first story, I, I remember we came back out and I told Amber, I said, you know, once she got in there, she bit off, it sounds <laughs> like they bit off more than they could chew. Victor. <laughs> and Amber just no sold it. She's just like, oh, okay, on to the next one. <laughs> oh my gosh, soldier on. And then, uh, yeah, with Barb, that's the, it came back out. Barb's the one who had to read it. Now, and I bet I, she was laughing too. Yeah, she was. And she, she's See, like, Barb will egg Bill like, on. Well, that's the thing. And, and so then I, I was, I was like, wow, Barb, that story's a mouthful. 
And uh, she gave me the reaction Victor! I was looking for. And then she, and then she, she's like, okay. So inappropriate. So inappropriate. But uh, yeah, so that was, that was one of my favorite things of the year. Oh Casper the Camel. And actually the first time I, I told Amber, I was like, don't read the story ahead of time. So she had no idea what was coming up. And so that was the other thing. I, the first I told her, I was like, don't read this. So she's, she didn't. She's like, all right, no problem. And so Chris Bailey actually got video of, <laughs> she was supposed to, I, I started off reading it. And she was supposed to read the second half. She couldn't because she was laughing so hard. So you had to keep reading. So I just had to oh take over. Gosh. And so then, yeah, it was so, but, and then I, my wife's cousin, um, I guess her cousin-in-law. Anyway, her, her, or honey, my wife's husband, second cousin twice removed on her granddaddy's side. So her cousin's husband, whenever we saw them at Thanksgiving, he sent me a picture. He's like, look. I went to see Casper. Oh he was driving God, through. And so he stopped and got a picture <gasps> with Casper the camel. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. Which well, I speaking love of reading things cold, I, I listened to an Oprah podcast recently and she was talking about back when she was a, a news anchor. And she said she used to purposely read all of her stories cold so that she would have a genuine reaction and learn things, you know, with the audience. So she said that she thought that provided more of a connection with the audience, which. In theory, I totally understand that. I get what she's You're saying. You're at the same time, yeah. But it's dangerous as well. Because she said, then I said, Canada instead of Canada. So I got in trouble and had to start reading my script. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I've been there. I said quesadilla one time. It's like you're just reading phonetically, and I said quesadilla. But I immediately was like, oh, my gosh. I'm never going to live that down. And just kept going. <laughs> but uh, I turned think into that's kind of dynamite. Get that quesadilla. So that's... Kind of get you a quesadilla. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things. No, I said a double dilla. A double dilla. Oh, wow. It was a double quesadilla of some kind. I said a double dilla. So, yeah, if you want to see the videos of Casper the Camel, you can check out my Facebook page. <gasps> click on videos, and I'm sure they'll, they'll both be there. The unsung hero. Yeah. No, well, no, he wasn't a hero. Yeah, no, he was kind of ornery. He was the bad guy. Yeah. Ornery. Ornery. So there we go. Though that's Wow, what a way to end it, Victor. Our top what 10 a way to end of 2019. It. What a good what a good year. Um, you know, looking forward to 2020. Any resolutions? Oh no, I don't have a single one. Me neither. Um I do have a, a favorite thing that I kind of it was kind of a companion piece to last week's podcast. Uh Benito Serino was on here talking about Christmas around the world and different things. And there's, um, he shared another podcast that he was on called Changed My Mind. Ooh. And, um, and it's, he did an episode where he was a guest where he talked about growing up. He grew up in, um, I guess his family did not like Santa Claus and they said that that was not, you know, part of the tradition and not something that mm -hmm. they should uh, take part in. And he talks about how that developed and how he eventually. Learned to love Santa Claus. Aww. And so, yeah. And I haven't listened to the rest of the podcast, but I'm going to start. It seems interesting. It's people who have um, essentially changed their mind from one thing to another changed and how that happened for them. Yeah. Like somebody who, um, uh, from somebody who didn't like Harry Potter to learn to loving Harry, Harry Potter. But, you know. And then somebody who was a chronic dieter to a fat acceptance advocate. So, or activist. So, uh, you know, it's just uh, interesting. It's always interesting to hear how somebody kind of has an open mind as I, you know. I respect people who are willing to change their mind because it's not easy. Here's here's somebody who went from being a Reaganite to a Marxist. Whoa. To pretty but interesting I mean, extremes. But it's just interesting to hear people's thought process and how that happened. Well, so. I heard an interview uh, where Gail King was interviewing Michael Bloomberg, and you know she asked about the whole uh, stop and frisk everything. And, and it's like he said, I learned from that. Like, I learned I was wrong, and I can admit that I was wrong, and I... It, you know, he kind of said it takes a big person to, to mm -hmm. know 
when you've done wrong and admit it, own up to it and try to make changes. And, you know, regardless of your politics, I think that is something you have to respect about somebody. That's one thing I really hate whenever we cover politics and people are like, oh, they've changed their position. They flip-flopped. It's like, I'm like that's good. Yeah, They're that's, evolving. That's being an adult. You're when not somebody, supposed to stay the same your whole life. Exactly. When somebody says, I learned new information, and right. as a result, my opinion on something has changed. Yeah, that's being an adult. Whatever someone's like, no, I'm never changing. It's well, that's you know what? when I, I love flip flops. I love flip floppers. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't love all flip floppers. Sometimes you respect can, to some flip floppers. There you go. Because you, you, <laughs> there are people who do it. You can tell they're doing it. You know. Oh, um, depending on who's exactly. showing them the money for, at the time. Yeah, they're yeah. doing it for oh, political expedience or because they see that the. You, you think, well, have you really changed or have you just tell right. the society's thinking a different way and as a result, you're, you're trying to get what gets the most votes. Oh. But there Noble are sometimes... Noble flip-floppers, I, I, yeah, I yeah. appreciate. Somebody who just you know says, hey, I've, I've changed my mind on this. That doesn't bother me the way it seems to a lot of people. So, well, I like uh, that. But yeah. I'm going to have to check that one out. The Changed My Mind, episode 11 with Benito Serino. It was, it was interesting just to hear how he... By the way, if you haven't already, start listening to Dolly Parton's America, people. The I haven't yet, but it, it's out. on... It's 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 on my list of things to do. It's so good. I learned a lot about her. I I did just other speaking of other good podcasts I listened to recently. Um, the uh, Hit Parade podcast, which I've talked about before, I really enjoy. They did normally they look back years and years at how songs became number one, but they did one just about last week about how Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" oh. is number one. And it's a whole kind of history of... For the of, first time. For the first That's time ever. Well, and a lot of that has to do with the changes of the way the Billboard chart catalog right. stuff. And so it started accepting Christmas songs and just different... And it's so it's, it's very interesting to learn about that. And the history of Christmas songs and uh, the Chipmunks album is really weird. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, so it's it's the latest hit parade episode all about Mariah Carey's song. They were talking about that on another podcast, and they said part of it is that people... You know, Mariah Carey's kind of controversial, and it's like people have become more endeared to her because of all her memes. She's so memeable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know her. I'm talking about, like, Jennifer Lopez or something. Like, oh, you don't know J-Lo? Who are... What? Like, she's just become so quotable and, like, memeable that I think people kind of like her again. She's had a little resurgence. There you go. So there's a couple other podcasts to check out. Um, Andrea, anything you'd like to say before we finish up the year, before we finish mm. up 2019? Let's hope 2020 is a good one, people. Yeah, let's hope so. And, uh, you know, let's go out and be kind to each other. Oh. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.